Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome once again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, I hope that this podcast finds you well and that you're learning and growing in His grace and mercy on a day-to-day basis and that you continue to study His Word and apply it to your life. I'd like to provide the email address of this podcast at this time. It is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. If you've got any comments, uh, questions, or if there's a topic that you'd like to have discussed on a future podcast, uh, feel free to shoot an email to that email address, and um, we'll take a look at it. Or, I, excuse me, I'll take a look at it. And, uh, you know, your topic may end up on a future podcast. So, again, it's at the Workman's Table at gmail.com. Today's uh, podcast is probably going to be controversial uh, for some. However, those that are uh, in his word often or have been in his word for a long time, you've probably read these verses more than likely. Uh, to a certain extent, you may not have um, paid much attention to them or you know recognized how serious uh, these verses are. Um, however, I would like to begin and say, first of all, everything that Yahuwah does is righteous. There is no darkness in him at all. It says in his word that he, there is no darkness in him and that he dwells in unapproachable light and he is righteous and just. Let's, uh, let's just put that in the forefront of your mind as we read these verses, but we must understand that nothing exists without him. Everything that we're able to uh, see, hear, experience, uh, we don't even exist without him creating us. And so I, I want to put that out there. And so when I read these verses, I'm not going to try to uh, create a, a bias in your mind uh, or have any... Uh, preconceived notions or bring any of my preconceived notions or anything like that. I'm just going to read these verses and I want you to take a look at them on your own time. Really ponder them and understand that how much control that Yahuwah has over all things and that everything is under his power. Everything is under his control and he's righteous and just in all that he does. We're going to start with Isaiah 45, 7. And it says this, and I'm going to be reading from the uh, King James Version. Um, it says in Isaiah 45, 7, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, Yahuwah, do all these things. So we have to understand, again, that he creates all things. So he formed light and he created darkness. He makes peace and creates evil. So those things don't exist without him creating it. We must understand that the origin of these things come from him. Let's go to 1 Kings 22 and let's just see another aspect of how much control uh, Yahuwah actually has. Um, this is uh, uh, taking place in uh, 1 Kings um, 22. And... I encourage you to actually read the whole uh, chapter because um, uh, Jehoshaphat and King Ahab get together and 
you know, try to figure out whether or not they should go up to Ramoth Gilead to fight. And that's the the um, the context of, of this uh, chapter. And what I'm going to start reading is, is verse 19. And uh, a prophet named Micaiah that was summoned by Ahab to, to give them the word of Yahuwah uh, then speaks uh, what Yahuwah told him. And this is where it picks up. But I encourage you to read the whole account. And it is very uh, interesting and fascinating. But it just it gives you another glimpse of how much control Yahuwah has. So uh, it says in verse 19 of 1 Kings 22, And he said, this is Micaiah speaking, Hear therefore, hear you therefore, or hear thou therefore the word of Yahuwah. I saw Yahuwah sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right hand and on his left. And Yahuwah said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before Yahuwah and said, I will persuade him. And Yahuwah said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth and be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And Yahuwah said, Thou will persuade him, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Now therefore, behold, Yahuwah hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these uh, of all these thy prophets, and Yahuwah hath spoken evil concerning thee. So here's an, an example of a lying spirit getting permission to do what he did, or what it did. He's standing, it says, before Yahuwah. Okay, and and he was sitting on the, his throne. Yahuwah was sitting on his throne. So this spirit appears before Yahuwah, who is sitting on his throne, and says, "This is what I will do." And Yahuwah says, "Go forth, do it, and you shall also prevail." Now, do we read these verses often? I would say that we probably don't. And maybe some of you haven't even read this uh, account. But it, again, take a look and recognize how powerful, how sovereign Yahuwah is. Let's go to 1 Samuel 16. And now we, we have to understand the context of this one verse. Okay, is all a result of Saul's disobedience uh, towards Yah or towards Yahuwah. And so Saul uh, did what he did. And if you remember the account, you know, he was supposed to destroy, I believe it was the Amalekites. You can read the account in 1 Samuel. And he, uh, Yahuwah had told uh, Saul, if I remember correctly, to destroy everything. And then... Saul kept back some of the things, and I think he spared King Agag. And then, of course, Samuel confronts him and told him that it's better, obedience is better than sacrifice because Saul had said, I was saving some of these things that he was told not to save by Yahuwah. He was saving and holding back some of the, you know, um, the, the spoils from the battle, 
uh, to sacrifice to Yahuwah, and he had also spared King Agag's life. And that obviously displeased uh, Yahuwah, and he had disobeyed and did not listen and obey what Yahuwah told him. And so as a result of that, this is what happened to Saul in 1 Samuel 16, 14. But the spirit of Yahuwah departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from Yahuwah troubled him. So Yahuwah, it says, and an evil spirit from Yahuwah troubled him. Take a look at that verse. I'm not trying to give you any preconceived notions. I want you to read these verses as they are written. Let them sink into your mind and recognize the power and sovereignty of the Almighty. And that he creates evil and makes peace, as it says in Isaiah 45, 7. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 12, and we'll read 11 through um, 15. And this is uh, the setup for this is, if you're aware of the, the situation with David and Bathsheba, where David had gone out uh, onto his palace one evening, uh, you know, overlooking the city, if I'm not mistaken, in those details, uh, and he saw a woman bathing, and he inquired about her, found out it was Bathsheba, the, the wife of Uriah the Hittite, and then he called her to his uh, palace, and then he um, lay with her, and then they, she ended up conceiving, and then he tried to cover it up, and you know eventually he had sent Uriah the Hittite after trying to get Uriah to lay with his wife so that it would be cover for what he had done towards her. Uh, that didn't work, and so he sent Uriah the Hittite to the front lines of the battle, and Uriah got killed. So David had committed adultery and murder. And so the prophet Nathan comes and confronts David. And this is where it picks up in Second uh, Samuel 11 through 15. Thus says, thus saith Yahuwah, Behold, I will rise up evil against thee out of thine own house. And I will take thy wives before thine eyes, and give them unto thy neighbor. And he shall lie with thy wives in the sight of this son. For you did it secretly, or for thou didst it secretly. But I will do this thing before all Israel and before the son. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against Yahuwah. And Nathan said unto David, Yahuwah also hath put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Howbeit, because by this deed thou hast given great occasion to the enemies of Yahuwah to blaspheme, the child also that is born unto thee shall surely die. And Nathan departed unto his house, and Yahuwah struck the child that Uriah's wife bare unto David, and it was very sick. So, again, I'm not trying to provide any bias or preconceived notions, but I want you to look at the seriousness, the gravity of those verses, and how 
serious uh, sin that David had, well, a couple of sins that David had committed and the consequences of that sin. Here was a child that was born to David and Bathsheba. And Yahuwah struck the child with sickness. And Nathan said that the child will die, and that was from Yahuwah. So, it, this should you know, provoke you to fear. There are, very, there are multiple instances in Scripture where it talks about fearing Yahuwah. We know in Proverbs it says that the fear of Yahuwah is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One. Folks, we serve a righteous, just, pure, set-apart Elohim. And he's serious. He keeps a clean house. So I'm just highlighting these verses. And if you notice the word evil, the word evil keeps popping up in all these verses. I hope you've noticed that and paid attention to that. So, Again, read these verses and let them sink in. The last verse I want to cover here is Job chapter 2, verse 10. And those of you that are familiar with Job's situation, he lost everything he had, all of his cattle, all of his livestock or what have you, his children. It was just down to him and his wife. You know, because if we know the situation, Satan and Yahuwah had a conversation on two occasions. First occasion, uh, he lost everything he had. The second occasion, uh, he was struck with boils. I encourage you to read uh, Job's account in the first and second chapter. Um, and then if you read, actually, uh, the first part of chapter 2, if you read it, if you pick it up in verse 3, well, actually verse, let's just start with the first verse in chapter 2. And again, there was a day when the sons of Elohim came to present themselves before Yahuwah, and Satan came also among them to present himself before Yahuwah. And Yahuwah said unto Satan, From whence comest thou? And Satan answered Yahuwah, and said, From going to and fro in the earth, and from walking up and down in it. And Yahuwah said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, and that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth Elohim, and escheweth, or escheweth evil, and still he holdeth fast to his, he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him, without cause. And Satan answered Yahuwah and said, Skin for skin, yea, all that a man hath, he will give for his life, but poor. But put forth thy hand now, and touch his bone and flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. And Yahuwah said unto Satan, Behold, he is in thy hand, but save his life. So Satan went forth from the presence of Yahuwah, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. And he took him a potsherd to scrape himself withal. And he sat down among the ashes. Then he said to his wife, Then said his wife unto him, I'm sorry, verse 9, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse Elohim and die. And here's where I wanted you to focus on. Verse 10. Just listen to this. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? 
Shall we receive good at the hand of Elohim, and shall we not receive evil? And all this did not Job sin with his lips. So, again, Job is saying, shall we, you know, shall we just only receive good at the hand of Elohim? And shall we not receive evil? That's what the scripture is saying. I am just reading what the word says. There might be some arguments in your mind. This might be difficult for you to uh, fathom. But you got to understand that the king is sovereign. The king is righteous. There is no darkness in him. He presides over all things. And if we're not careful, we can end up in a very dangerous situation if we continue in rebellion and disobedience towards him. We saw the example of what happened to David and Saul. And it says in the word that the wages of sin is death. The soul that sins, it shall die. So I just want you to take a look at all those verses. Study them. Uh, meditate on them, uh, let them roll around in your mind, and pray to Yahuwah. And ask for his mercy and grace upon your life every single day so that we do not fall into these temptations of sin and rebellion and therefore suffer the consequences while he still remains on his throne and hasn't sent his son uh well, he will always remain on his throne forever. Let me put that on. Let me put that out there. But before he sends his son uh, to return and bring the day of judgment, you know, things will happen. Consequences will happen. But the ultimate consequence will be death if we do not obey him and keep his commandments and serve and worship him. So I just encourage you to take a look at these uh, verses, uh, study them, talk to others about. Uh, these verses and say, have you ever seen these verses before? Have you read these verses before? And talk about them. Ask each other, what do you think? But I want you to understand that he is sovereign. He rules with mercy and justice. And Yahushua's kingdom will last forever. Forever and ever. It will never end. So until next time, study to show thyself approved. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Workman's Table. 